0: We're back for round two in one day. Yeah, we are actually. Yeah, round two. Yes, we are. and We just did the Chicken Sammy review and I am, like you said, ready for a nap.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I'm going to power through this interview though because I am pretty excited about it. We got a really, really good one on the books. We just met this guy in person, what, Jim, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, down in Miami at Koyo Taco. Thank you, Alicia. And we're talking about Felipe down there in Miami, um, started with the company. I actually got the numbers from Ann. It's like his year anniversary, like this week. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If you check the numbers, his first delivery with us was May 7th of 2021. So we're actually like exactly a year. I don't know if we'll bring that up to him and see if he's aware of that or not, but great perfect. guy. Yeah. Great guy had, a. A great time with him down in Miami. Introduced us to some uh Cuban delicacies, I'll say some some colada.
0: Like a restaurant?
1: No, no. So we got we had colada, which is like a, a Cuban coffee. It's like basically like espresso, I think, like basically like juiced up. Like you you literally take it in like these little tiny, tiny, like almost like coffee creamer cups, like you know, little creamer cups, like that's what you pour it in. And and you just drink like one little one
0: of them. So you don't drink coffee and it has ca- it's coffee, right? Is espresso?
1: It's it's made from a coffee bean. I imagine. Did
0: did did it give you like a jolt?
1: I only had like half of one. Jim had like two or three. Jim,
0: was it? Is it caffeinated? Like it gave you a jolt? What was it? Was it? Did it taste good? Oh yeah, they mix they mix in sugar in it, so it's like sweeter than an espresso. So where'd you get it? You can only get it in Miami. Yeah, we did.
1: They just we we were at Coyo with the the recruiting event at the time, and they just diddled on down to the a place around the block and got it. And then uh, we had a. A second thing, I think it was called, um, what was this? Uh, croquetas, croquetas. That's what Felipe introduces to us as well. So those are, those were super, super good. And, uh, yes, I mean, he, he just joined the room. Do we just, do we just want to get into the interview? Let's just
0: get right into it.
1: Felipe, can you hear us? All right. It looks like he, uh, he just joined the room T so let's get these headphones off and uh, we'll welcome in our boy Felipe. All right, Uh let's do it. What's up, Felipe? Good afternoon.
2: good afternoon, guys. How you guys doing, man? We're Happy good, dude.
1: Thanks for, uh, thanks for taking your time out on a, a beautiful Friday. I'm sure it's down there in Miami. What, uh, what's the weather like down there today?
2: Oh, right now, man, it's a little cloudy, but this morning we we're in the pool. We we're in the pool since like 930 until about an hour ago. It was beautiful, man. Warm water. It was nice. It was nice. What's the temperature like? Like 90s? uh today was kind of this morning was actually in like in the 60 uh 72 this morning it was actually pretty cold like you know for miami yeah. but in the afternoon the sun came out and it was about like 85 yeah that's you know he's a little bit bipolar now it's kind of raining a little bit now it's kind of raining and stuff but let's see how the afternoon is man
1: yeah it's i think it's right around the same temperature up here right now so maybe maybe just a little more humid up here it gets a little pretty little, humid down there too yeah right? that's true yeah humidity is not great down there either so who knows
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, it's a beautiful morning.
0: Are you? Do you go out there and collect the coconuts and, or anything like that down there in Miami? You go to the farmer's markets?
2: I'm market. scared of heights, but I do know a good place there by the beach that has really cheap and fresh coconuts. You, you go to the beach, you see the guys on ladders, yeah. and you see them with like a truck bed down there by the beach, just throwing coconuts down to each other, yeah, them in on the bed. Yeah, it's nice, man.
0: It's crazy. I feel like that's the benefit of the guys who work landscaping down there is they just get to keep the coconuts. I tell you that yes sir. <laughs> That's wild. I never heard about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people don't want yeah. to we used to go in people's yards when we live there and just cut the coconuts down, but can we or ask them then we just take like literally like 50 from one tree. Yeah.
2: What? Yeah. What people do is the, the the mango, now it's mango season, so now at least in my neighborhood, you just walk down the like the the streets and you just see mangos hanging out and it's like they're hanging on the sidewalk, so it's not, you know, free range. Yeah, they're <laughs> for the picnic. and those mangos are
1: wow. Wow. No way. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't even wow, know that was a yeah. thing. That's wild. Yeah.
2: Right here in my complex, we have a little tree in the back and they, they have a couple of mangoes on it already. So you know when I walk the dog, you know, I gotta scope it out. Damn. Yeah,
1: and make sure you know what the, what you can go grab later after you take the dog back. right. Quick. That's not a bad idea. That's uh awesome. I uh again, we we appreciate you joining us here today. And uh we usually like to start with uh a little bit like pre-deliver that. So I, I obviously I think I was just telling Tristan, and I don't know if you were aware of this before, but we we run the numbers on like the delivery count you've done and the total food delivered, and you started with deliver that like this time last year, almost
2: like yes, to the sir. date.
1: Did you know yeah, that?
2: Yeah, yes, yes. I was thinking about it the other day. It was like around March or April, right around that time. I
1: I don't. I had I had it as May seventh, so literally
2: like six days ago on our end. That's crazy. And, and and I remember I was telling you when when I met you in Miami, um, how I started, how I saw you guys. I I was, uh, had started with originally with delivered um and then i was just like man there has to be uh someone doing this bigger and better i'm like there has to be and i that was like two o'clock in the morning i couldn't sleep i'm tossing in the bed i'm looking at uh, partners with easy catering how to do deliveries with easy catering and you guys popped out i was looking at it and i was like man you gotta pay i'm like you know what if this is a scam so be it you know what i mean <laughs> sometimes you just have to go for it and i woke up and i think it was actually ben nutrition. i think one of you guys i they picked up like at eight o'clock in the morning as soon as i woke up i'm like hey, so I saw your website, I paid the admission fee. How can I get online? And you guys were like, "Uh, give us a second. And man, in 15 minutes, you guys call me back and say, hey, man, you look good to go. We ran everything. That same day, I had three orders. Wow. That same day, I'll never forget it. That same day, I took three orders or like two orders on my first day. And I was like, man, I knew it. This is is amazing, you know? And ever since then, I've I've honestly been sticking with you guys, you know? You guys are majority of my week. Like right now, right now here in Miami, it's 219. At 5, I got to be in With Shout out to Coyo Taco, one of oh, the yeah. best, most organized, amazing restaurants with amazing managers in Miami. I will tell you guys that, but I'm doing an order for them. I'm going to a wedding. I've actually never been to a wedding, so that's going to be my first time at a wedding. Oh, you, you should know? stay and party. Uh, what? You should stay at the wedding and party. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> but man, it's it's going to be great. You know, it's it's a beautiful experience, man. Honestly, like I'm more than grateful, more than happy just since day one, since day one. Well, finding you as well. We're we're
0: just as happy because you're you're a you're a gem, you know, um, out there. And let me tell you why. Um, the data we have right now is just in the past year because you got the whole year, right, Ben? Yeah, this is yeah, this is from May 7th to May 10th of this year. So just like a couple of days ago. Uh, we have 300 deliveries taken. Wow. Um, and fifty thousand dollars worth of that's total food cost delivered wow. in just a wow. year, years time. Wow.
1: wow. So you're out that there is, busy. Yeah, almost. Yeah. And and it's, our weekends, everyone knows are a little slower. And he's still almost averaging a delivery a day. So that's yep. that's yeah. pretty wild.
2: Yeah. I try my best, man. I try my best. It's I love it, man. Like and being in a beautiful city like Miami, it's just how can you not want to be in the street all day. That, you know, it's, it's beautiful people, beautiful weather. It's a busy place out there, too.
0: Um, And, uh, you know, we hear a lot about like traffic and things like that. But you, you just seem to make it work.
2: Yes, man. I, um, I grew up all over Miami, honestly. So if you don't know the back streets, you're going to spend a little bit of time in traffic. So, you know, oh, okay. if you're a little bit familiar, I try my best. So you know, I know this street at 5 p.m. is a no go. I go through the back. It might be a little bit longer distance, but you'll get there faster.
0: Wow. Okay. Knowing the
1: that's area. That's good to know. Yeah, that's like, well, some something we probably hear from a few different drivers, right? Knowing, knowing the area is always going to be helpful. And what uh, you mentioned uh, another company you were working for before you found Deliver That. How did you actually get into the, the gig work itself? What were you doing before this and, and how did you end up getting to this point?
2: Yeah, so um, first, uh, so I've been doing deliveries for about five years. So when I was 17, I started for a distribution food company. Called uh, called ADL Delivery Service here. We had to be there six days a week. We had to be there at four o'clock in the morning, had to be there. So you had to be up in your house by 3 a.m. And we worked like until the day ended. If it was 5 p.m. and we we're still working, we were still working, you know? And nice. I, I was trying to move out by myself with my, my wife now, you know? So I had to do what I had to do. So I was out there doing deliveries for a couple of years. I became general manager of, of that company. That company got bankrupt. As soon as that happened, three other companies were already, hey, we want you, you know, come over here. I ended up in GBM doing the same thing. Um, but man, after, after I had my daughter, it was just, I want to have more time for the family, you know, you want to have more time to enjoy this beautiful city, to be more time with my wife, just to be home, you know, and. Um, My uncle was telling me, hey, I'm working for for this gig company called Delivered. And he kind of gave me that edge and that push. He was like, hey, bro, you got to do it, man. You need more time. Like, You're calling me every day. You're stressed out. You're calling me every day. You're miserable. Just make the jump, man. He's like, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work out. You go back. And honestly, uh, I threw myself into the lake and I'm already in the ocean. So,
0: (laughs) so you went from this full time then position where you're working these crazy hours, and um, you know now you're working. I mean, is it just Deliver That Are you doing other gig work as well?
2: Um, I was doing uh, Uber Eats a little bit, of Uber Eats and DoorDash and stuff. But honestly, right now I'm just It's been like uh, since maybe since January, since after the holidays, that I've honestly just been doing Deliver That. Um, I work with my uncle a couple of times in the afternoon. He has like a little moving company, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's amazing that I get to work with a family member of mine, you know? I'm really comfortable with him. And then I get to I, I get to do my de- my deliver that first and everything else is extra. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I have like, you guys are basically like my full time, you know? To me, I consider you guys my full time, my priority job, you know? So everything I do on is extra and yeah, I'm just, just loving it, honestly, honestly. Have no complaints.
0: I think I think one thing a lot of um, other viewers would be interested in, considering you're saying you know you're doing the deliver that the f- full time, is how do you make that work? How do you get you know, the amount of deliveries? How do you find the right deliveries that pay the right amount so you can pay your bills? So you can make a living doing that? Do you have any tricks or the trade to do things like that?
2: Um, first of all, you have to be on your phone active, man. You know, if you're going to be someone that, that you want to do these side gigs, you want to do these, uh, cause now in, in the time we live in everything, you can make so much money on your phone just by having a phone, you know, yeah. you can make accounts everywhere. You can find gigs, you can find people that want their house clean, anything, etc. So if you, if you know that you're a gig worker and you know that, you know, you, this, this is, this is my livelihood right here without the phone, right? Mm-hmm. I'm on my phone. My wife hates it sometimes. Sometimes I even hate it. But man, you have to be on the phone, you know, you have to have your, your phone up, your notifications on. When you see that um that notification delivered that, you have to click it. Doesn't matter, whatever you're doing, you're playing a little uh, clash of clans, whatever you're doing, you have to, you, know, you know whatever you're doing, it's it's not as important as getting your bills paid, you know. So that's what I try to do um okay. you know i I've, I've noticed a couple key times that the orders come in you know i can't tell you all my secrets you know right right <laughs> <laughs> i've noticed a couple key times that the order that you know especially every single day monday to friday these orders are coming in at this exact same time so i already have that in my head hey this time gotta be on deliver that you know what i'm saying that that movie is not as important as deliver that whatever i'm doing you know So I try to do that as best as I can. Um, And something else is, you know, try to be the best you can so restaurants will will refer you. You know, if the the restaurant sees that you're there on time, if the restaurant sees that you handle their food with care, because at the end of the day, you're representing that restaurant and deliver that. If if you mess up someone's order, if you bring their food upside down, they're going to be like, hey, I'm never ordering from this place again. So the restaurant loses business. We lose business. It's, you know, it's a lot to consider. So you want to have your best presentation, a smile on your face, the food carefully delivered, beautifully placed. So they're going to be like, hey, we're going to order again. This was amazing. The food was great. The service was even better. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I try to go for. Be the best I can. If I'm going to do something, it's I got to be on the top.
0: Yeah. And I got to say, too, the way you carry yourself, the way, you know, the and the way that uh, you communicate with our dispatchers, if you communicate with me oh, over the, the past year, you're extremely friendly. You get out there, you get the job done. We can always trust you, you to do so. You know, we don't think of um, drivers, and especially drivers like you, as like, oh, these are our drivers. We think this is, our, th- this is our teammate. You know what I mean? You're out here getting the work done correctly. We got nothing yeah. to worry about. You know what you're supposed to do, and you get it done. And, I mean, we really, really appreciate that.
2: No, thank you, man. It means a lot. It means a lot, you know? I just... I'm a people person. I you know, my first job was a Burger King. So if you work at Burger King, you have to be a people person. Let me tell you that. But you know, just seeing a smile on someone's face, you know, makes me feel good, makes me, you know it's it's, it's a good day for everybody all around honestly. Mm-hmm.
1: and you you touched on that referral process a little bit. So I do want to kind of just hop into that. It's an easy train of thought to kind of continue down. And obviously, like you already mentioned, the Taco partnership we have with them directly. And you know you're you're one of the mainstay drivers. Alicia, their catering director's always requesting. I think we have maybe have like one or two others here and there sometimes. So it's for the most part going to always be you, I think. But how did that relationship start for you? And then does that make things easier for you also? Like like you said, you know you always have to have your phone on. You're always clicking the notifications, always waiting on the deliveries. What kind of relief does it do you get on your end too when you know? You know, you don't necessarily have to watch for those Taco deliveries. You know, when they come in, for the most part, they're just going to get directly assigned to you because it already has your name in the instructions or Alicia has already reached out to Cody and said, hey, we have a really important delivery this Saturday. Please make sure Felipe gets on it. So before you even have a chance to look at it, it's already on your account. You know what I mean? Does that relieve some pressure? Does that make things easier for you? Or can we just let's just talk about the relationship you have with them a little bit.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, shout out to Alisa. Uh, shout out to Koyo They are amazing. Just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> but but yeah, it's honestly it's amazing. You know, um, she's always communicating with me. Um, like you said, how did I meet her? Uh, I guess one day by accident, they put her phone number <clears throat> on excuse me on order instead of uh, the customer's phone number. Oh wow. So it, yeah, I called her. She's like, um, wrong person. But oh, yeah, of course I can help you. You know, I'm the catering manager. And <clears throat> the next day she's like, hey do you want to do this order for us? Can, can I refer you? I'm like, of course. And since that day, it's been a beautiful relationship. I appreciate everything she does for me. You know, um, she really has helped me out a lot. I will say that. And of course it's amazing, you know, to know that, 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 you know, that I'm doing such a great job that, uh, such a big restaurant an important restaurant like that in Miami, you know, wants me to deliver their food every single time, you know, and they, they trust me enough to send me to these beautiful events, uh, with these beautiful people and, I'm gonna tell you, I, I like, I, like. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I think I was talking to Tristan um, that they had to go to the to the Heat Stadium, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that you know I, I couldn't go inside because of the, of the COVID and stuff to meet the players, but I was I was in a, in a, the player parking lot, you know. I looked to the side there's just Ferraris, <laughs> Rolls Royces, Bentleys, and I'm like, man, I know the Miami Heat players are driving in that, you know, wow. and, it, and it's it's amazing just to be somewhere like that. And also I went to the the head office of of Bacardi of the rum company Bacardi. Oh wow, beautiful. beautiful two-story office like just gorgeous you know and it was just it was a pleasure you know to be able to set up for 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 an event like that you know for such a company like that it was beautiful it was beautiful like that's
1: that's only and that's only a few deliveries because obviously and we'll talk about the trip we were just down there and how we met Felipe face to face for the first time but when Jim and I took that delivery with you that was I mean, we can probably throw. I, I know the the videos are already published and people can see the delivery that we went on, but that view from that office, building, I think we were on like a forty fifth floor penthouse suite. It was an office, like it was a. Penthouse they have, they have floor, the whole though. floor. The video, yeah. It whole was whole floor for them. Yeah, it was wild. It was it was by far the the most amazing delivery drop off I've been to, at least like view wise and like the office was so clean. I remember at the end, right before we left. Uh, I, I don't know if it was Felipe personally, but like we were carrying out the boxes and, and there was like a little dribble of like sauce that dripped on the floor when we were walking out yes. and like immediately Jim, Felipe and I all had the same reaction. We're like,
2: Oh, Not shoot, like
1: we got to clean up. Cause like I would, Tristan, when I tell you this place was like, it was like marble flooring and it was,
2: bright Everywhere. white it was Roll like tickling on the rails
1: yeah it it was like it was like blindingly <laughs> yes. bright white like it was like it was so noticeable that we had spilled something on it. i me like ran up to the woman at the desk i was like do you have napkins anything like hand felipe wiped it up real quick the guy of course the guy like the manager of the office was like oh it's not a big deal but like in the back of his no. mind he was probably like what the hell are these guys doing like spilling stuff on my floor but yeah. we got cleaned up really quick but that's the type of office it was it was <laughs> so nice so pristine the view like right over the ocean so unbelievable wow and i i just imagine you're seeing that kind of stuff all the time especially delivering for coins because that's the kind of clientele they have
2: yes um i actually go to our federal courthouse uh you know which is amazing it's an honor you know like to be able to you know be invited to more like that to set up food for the judges you know our federal judges and prosecutors yeah, it's honestly like it's an honor to be like and their their it's beautiful office there on downtown. The view is spectacular. <laughs> it's about spectacular. And it's just everyone is so nice So you meet these these people. It's it's amazing, honestly. Like it's 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 amazing. It's a privilege to be honest.
0: That's what I was thinking. You know, you're going to all these great places, like um, I don't, maybe you already have, or maybe, maybe you will in the future, but you could probably make some connections that you could just never find anywhere else. I mean, you're at a federal courthouse. You get in yes. with that judge, you know, you end up going to court one day. Hey, he, he did my catering yeah. 10 times. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Have, you're not hopefully wrong. Hopefully I have to
2: step in there, but, but yeah, but it's, it, it's honestly, it's a little intimidating when you go. Yeah. Like if, I, um, if you guys have never driven over the border of Mexico and stuff, you know, they, they check under your car and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's crazy, you know, but, but yeah, it's, it's a privilege, you know, and I'm I'm honestly so happy that Coyotaco trusts me, you know, with a, with a client like that, with one of their VIP clients like that. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing.
0: I mean, that, that's huge not to have um just any, any face coming in there to deliver an order to a client that, yeah. that's that important. Yeah. So, and that's funny that the way that you met her over the phone like that. Yeah. That, yes. that is just like such a
1: coincidence that ends up like flourishing into this like amazing relationship. Like, like yeah i mean just to say like how many other drivers have taken a Coyo delivery but they don't have this direct relationship because they didn't just happen to have alicia's phone number in their order so like and yeah i mean props to you though you took advantage of the situation obviously you stood out over the phone call you you're obviously reaching out to the customer like she uh, appreciated and wants her drivers to do she probably immediately was like okay this driver's doing that so what else is he doing probably had a great conversation with you and then yeah just leads to all these deliveries from there so I mean, no, yeah, was to my best. taking advantage of the situation.
2: That's honestly also one of the key things that you have to do. Communication is key. You know, if a phone number is there, you call it, you text it, you know, always be respectful, you know, because people are busy. People are working in offices. People are having meetings. So, you know, be aware of that. I always, you know, try not to call more than one time, leave a message. They usually get back to you very fast, but I don't have a phone number. You know, I hunt you guys down. You guys hunt down easy catering. You know, we get it done. We have to. You know, communication is key number one in something like this.
0: Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that, Felipe, because um, I think everybody could benefit from understanding uh, how maybe you would deal with some of the problems you run into in the field. So you you don't have a phone number. What do you do? Or, you know, you can't find the customer or, you know, sometimes the deliver that line gets really busy, too. So maybe you can't get through to us right away. I mean, I know how that goes. Um, What do you do to troubleshoot those problems? Do you have any um, tips? You just look it up online or what do you
2: do? Well, yeah. First of all, yeah. So we have a computer on our on our pockets. That I first try to do: search up the number of the business, the name, <clears throat> make sure that the address is correct with the online address, all those things. But also asking people around. You know, if you're somewhere, there's a, you got there's always a security guard. It's always a you know a maintenance person, and they have better information than you. They're there every single day. So I ask, ask, ask everybody I see. Hey, do you know this business? Hey, um, do you know this person? Hey, I'm looking for for so and so. And 80% of the time, someone's going to help you. Or if they don't know, they, they will know someone who will know.
0: Right. See, that's the thing. This is what me and Ben preach all the time. And just I love hearing it come come, come from you as well is you're going out there. You, you know, you got a job to do. You know, we have we, we, we have people call us sometimes and they're like, they don't even get out of the car. They're like, oh, I just, I don't know, you know, or, you know, which I'm not trying to be rude, but it's right. like, okay, well, you got to step out of the car, try to talk that's to somebody. Cool. I know, you know, we need to do better on our end with some things and getting you more information, or you know, f- and, and and fixing those bugs and those issues that arise, but like like you're saying, you do. You got to go out there and you got to get it done. You got to talk to people. You got you know, you got to put yourself in the mix.
2: Yes. No. And at the end of the day, if you want to maximize your profit, if you want to make that money, the faster you knock out the deliveries, the more opportunity you get more deliveries for the same day. You know, so if you're gonna be taking your time to get there, uh, sitting in your car until the pickup time, you know, if you get there five minutes early, get out of the car. Hey, I'm here. Hey, listen, I'm here. Um, let it be known. You know, so if they are running a little bit late. Hey, the the drivers are already here. We gotta we know we gotta the restaurant to push this out really fast, you know. So mm-hmm. you have to do that, man. You know, um you have to be active. this this is a, a kind of job where if you if you're not hungry for it, if you're not gonna get it, you're not gonna be able to pay your bills, you know? Yeah. If if you're not out there um getting there early, trying to get three, four orders a day, trying to get your orders out before the drop off time, before the pickup times, you're just, you know, you're not gonna make it.
0: And that's honestly, this is a great segue into one of our next questions. Um uh like like we're talking about, you're you know you're going out there and you're getting after it and you're getting the job done. And you know a lot of times the gig economy will attract people who, um, you know, definitely don't d- just don't really want to work that much or don't want to work a nine to five, which is great. But then sometimes people might be a little bit lazy or um, they don't want to put the work in because they don't think it's a real job and things like that. But as a um, um, as as a delivery driver working in the gig economy, um, what do you think the reputation is on your end of delivery drivers from maybe an outside parties things like that?
2: Well, it's 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 Miami's. Miami's just um, <clears throat> a little bit of a different world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I I I know Ben saw all the scooters there, ju- just yeah. in front of Koyotaco. Yeah, and that was just Koyotaco, You know what I'm saying? It was, it was like, 20, 100 it was like, like a hundred drivers like, there at times, like circling around like sharks. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to get those orders. So <clears throat> out here, it's, it's it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy, mm-hmm. but and if, if you have if you're persistent and you're yeah. out there and you want it, you will find it. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that. There's a big market in the, in, this, in the city and there's just so much people that they're they're ordering food, you know? And the thing is too, I feel like, I feel like us as the cater drivers, I feel like we have a, a better reputation also mm-hmm. than the, maybe some smaller delivery companies do, like Uber Eats and DoorDash and things like that. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've ordered from DoorDash a couple times and my food can be, <clears throat> excuse me, my food can be warmer, um, missing items half the time. Right. Um, 90% of the time it said someone's coming and a different person shows up. <clears throat> it's all these things. So I don't think that we have honestly a bad reputation. Mm-hmm. And as long as you, from the things that I've heard, we, we have a lot of repeat customers, not just from um, <clears throat> from Coyo Taco, but from a lot of restaurants that I noticed that we have a lot of office buildings and like the same hospitals that order constantly every single day that I see that they're ordering the same doctor. So I would say that at least from what I see, I see we have a pretty good reputation down here.
0: Well, when you put yourself out there like you do, and you have you know th- this bright attitude, and, and you, you know you treat people with respect, just that's how you make connections. That's how you that that's how people respect you, and that's how you built that connection with Alicia from Coyle Taco, <laughs> just by yeah. being yourself, by being open, and get, get going out there and getting after it. So,
1: what about uh, like obviously we talked about the not having like customer information things like that, but what about when things aren't set up for success? So like, what if you have a store delay and, and you know, you're going to arrive to a customer late or you didn't have that information and, and you're given a wrong address. So now you're going to be 15, 30 minutes late to a, a customer after you get the correct address. And obviously I, I know personally, cause I met you face to face and he, he kind of has a very similar personality, like minion, like you, you meet Felipe and it's, it's contagious. Like that you feel the energy, you see the smile, you, you see like the upbeat, you know, personality. And it's like, you, you immediately like want to reciprocate that energy. So I just want to hear from you. Like when, when you get to an office building and you know, you're late, you know I mean? You already know the vibe when you walk in, these people are probably a little pissed off. They wanted 100%. to eat 30 minutes ago. How do you handle that situation? Do you, you know, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, maybe you can just answer from there. How would you handle a situation like that?
2: No, absolutely. First of all, um, well, you, um, when you already know you're going to be late before you even leave the restaurant or because of traffic, because of wrong address, you have to call the customer. You know, communication is key. So you call them, you apologize, you say, I'm so sorry, I'm going to bet there as fast as I can. And you try to do what you can, you know, sometimes um, it's just out of your hand, out of your control. But the customer is more appreciative and more understanding when you call them before you got there, you know, because if you just show up 45 minutes late, like, hey, I'm here. They're like, hey, you know what happened, yeah. you know? You know, if, if you call them, you tell them, hey, this is already happening. Hey, I'm seeing a little bit of traffic. Uh, hey, the, the, I'm, I just got the train. Hey, uh, the bridge just went up. I'm going to be 15 minutes late. Most of the time, they really don't have a problem with it. Hmm. I don't I actually don't recall like a certain situation where I've been to a customer late and they've been actually like mad. Most of the time, they're like, hey, we understand. It's okay. It happens. And everyone knows this Miami. Right, Miami. Um, right. Something called here Cuban time. So eighty percent of the every percent of the restaurants, the people in the the streets, traffic, everything runs on Miami time. So most of the time, I, I don't I don't think they expect us to get there right on right on the dot. So I think you're most of the time, yeah.
0: I think you're the first driver who's ever said I don't recall a situation where I show up and the customer's actually mad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mad mad where yeah. they, they where they seem mad on their face or they tell me something no I have i don't think I've ever had like 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 a bad delivery or a bad experience with a customer it, it, never yeah
0: it's got to be because you give them the heads up you let them know that every, everybody just wants to know what's going on when things are out of your control it is what it is but you just got to let them know like you said
2: no when you get there you know you, you apologize you try to tell them I'm so sorry and you know mm-hmm Never had an issue with it, honestly. Mm-hmm.
1: It's amazing. Yeah, I I, I couldn't have said it better. Yeah, just the communication. He said it at the beginning of the interview and just said it again. The communication is probably the greatest key to all of this. Communication with deliver that. Communication with the customer. Communication with the restaurant. Transparency on the situation. It's gonna relieve a lot of a lot of issues. Nine nine out of ten times. What uh? Let's let's get into the trip. I guess now we kind of breeze through the questions we we typically start off with. What about? So we were just down in, in Miami. Well, Fort we we started in Fort Lauderdale and, and came down to Miami the second day. Met up with Felipe and he was there for the recruiting event we had. Helped us out, which is very helpful. We had a a couple individuals who only spoke Spanish show up, and Felipe is there kind of all, as our like, laze. That's a, awesome. Interpreter. Felipe, by the way, so thank you. I think yeah, I think he legitimately helped <laughs> us onboard a couple brand new drivers who only speak Spanish. And unfortunately, we're kind of a little behind the times. We're trying to hire people who are bilingual, but. Right now, for the most part, we usually just use like a Google Translate to like text them back and forth. Mm -hmm. That's legitimately what we do. (laughs) So
2: it works. It works. Yeah, it
1: does. It works for the most part. I don't think there's ever too many miscommunications. But how'd you feel about the event? What did you think that was like a a cool thing that we were doing down there? Did you like meeting the people? Did Did you feel like the recruiting event itself was something fruitful that deliver that could do in other markets, or what? What was your perspective on it?
2: yeah i honestly i had a great time man i wish you guys were here for longer um <laughs> honestly that, that, that's my, that's my opinion i wish you guys were here for a couple days longer i wish more of you of uh, you guys would have came down it was beautiful man i love the event um i know it was a crazy weekend i know it was easter weekend and everything yeah, that's true. but it was easter weekend but man you know i'm really happy you guys came down i had a beautiful time honestly me i love the event i hope you guys do it again very soon mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, just tell him to bring me next time, all right? Yes.
2: yes. If you guys don't bring Tristan, I'm not coming ah, next time. There we go. I think, I think
0: Alicia, said,
2: it. It. Alicia
1: said the same thing about Cody, too. I oh, think. really? So, yeah, we we'll, we'll, clip it, clip it. Yeah, we'll see what Alicia. happens there. That'll be a tough, a tough negotiation.
2: Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and, and I'm so sad she wasn't there. You know, I know she had a couple of things going on, right. but hopefully she's there again, too. So, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, she was in Nashville. I think for us, uh, I think she had something else going on that she had previously committed to, but oh, yeah, really? not big. I know. And we have spoken to her. I don't know, Felipe, do you have any Koyo gear? Do you have like any other shirts or anything?
2: Uh, no, she was going to give me some, but they were my size. They were like extra large, hey, that's but what, she is working on getting me yeah, some. That's what we're trying We're yeah. trying to do
1: a little swap and trade. They have some sick, oh. the, like just like the employees. They have like these shirts. They're sweet. They're all, yep. they have sweet oh, designs man. on them. They're so cool. Yep. And they do yeah, like, you should
2: talk to it. Maybe you guys can do a collab with deliver that. Yeah. Well, you we, well, yeah, we it.
1: did, uh, we did that Koyo video collab, which is kind of like a very loose collaboration, but yeah, we should, some, some merch collab would be a, a, a sweet idea. Be
0: beautiful. Jim's G- yes, our merchandise guy. You saw some of those Koyo. Are you, are you thinking about, you think about putting something together? Yeah. Like they that? said they sell out like super fast. Honestly. Is it that cool? Yeah. yeah what it's what
2: it's, is it? Yeah. Well, hats, they have hoodies. Yeah. They have lighters.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Specifically, they they just did for April, they did a 420 release. They (laughs) they did. So they did like rolling papers, like grinders, rolling trays, and they just gave it all out for free. They just like gave it to customers. Didn't charge anything. Yeah. Like they gave out shirts, everything. So we tried to get on on that and we were a little delayed and missed the window. But I'm pretty sure they do this kind of stuff for like a a ton of holidays. So we just got to get on the next wave is what's got to happen.
2: Wow, what yes, a cool every company. season for holidays for events like that they always like they, they do the best merch they really do they are I'm telling you they' they're something else they're really straight out of Miami they are they're the top of the top yeah, yeah I
1: mean they're they're the only partner we have who's like international like they're they're in Europe you know they're in all those they're in like Spain all the Belize, yeah all those countries so unbelievable unbelievable from them I, I love them yeah I love their marketing team love their brand and the food the food was so good Tristan I tell you these these tacos we have we have like places, Felipe, you probably haven't heard of them, but we have places like uh there's like Barrio and like Condado, which is like it's their like no. pro, pro, predominantly like taco joints. Like you go there and you like can customize tacos or they have tacos on the menu okay. you order. These tacos from Coyo Taco, man, when I tell you. Not even the tacos. The first night at our meet and greet, they had cheese quesadillas and they had oh, yeah. uh they had uh Chipotle it's I'm Hey, I was going to say aju. I was going to say chipotle aju. Chipotle aioli. I was dipping these cheese quesadillas in the chipotle aioli. Homemade. Who is? Homemade. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, too. That, that's probably a big factor, too, Felipe. They, they, like they you make said, everything because, there in the restaurant. Right, in the video, we show them. We got there for the recruiting event that morning. The, the woman, like one of the main women who was on site. She's literally, like, taking, like, I don't know if it's dough that you make, like, taco shells from. I, I don't want to sound, like, stupid here, but she was taking, like, dough, putting it in a press pressing it so it's flat and throwing it on the stove and they're cooking the taco shells every day in person oh that's probably so good all
2: day yes they do that all day that they they have someone there just to do that all day that's someone's position Fresh chips open to closing yes yeah Yeah.
1: they're making chips fresh on site yeah i had i had a a grouper taco which is like a fish taco you can't get up here in ohio it was so good jim had a what's it called when you when you dip it Felipe
2: the uh the Bria the Bria, the Bria. yeah the tacos. Bria
1: taco yeah those I think those are getting really popular like all over the United States lately too so they're yes. super super good but
2: they have they have it's 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 a different world there I don't know I don't know I don't know who comes up with their menu but wow their taste palette is out of this world wow so you guys really you guys is. are
0: talking a lot about tacos but did you guys get after it in that speakeasy we actually
1: didn't. Nope. I didn't even. Nope. I don't even know if I saw it. It was so Alicia wasn't there, like Felipe said. So some of the stuff was kind of back ended. We didn't have as, as great a communication when we actually got there. But everything mm-hmm. was set up very well. Like she set up the delivery very well. She notified the customer. So when we got there to record and everything, they were super cool with it. Didn't care at all. Had a great setup, obviously. You can see Felipe got like second in the setup yeah. contest picture and the picture contest for it. And oh, we, yeah, I did we just, see that. Congratulations, yeah, we, we presented that, um, for the April in the news. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so that was amazing, but yeah, everything else was so nice. Yeah, the only thing we didn't get, I think, was the speakeasy. Yeah, so you
0: didn't even have a margarita or anything.
1: Uh, I had we had well, I tried uh, we had a couple beers that they so they have beers on tap yes. at the Coyo Takas as yes. well. So we had a couple beer, Felipe paid for a couple of beers. We appreciate that. Um, I tried, uh, what's that pineapple drink? I called Felipe. Uh, I tried Felipe. You remember what that was called? Hold on. I have a picture of no, on my phone. Is it a
2: mojito? No. Oh, um, Jarrito. Yeah, it's had a Jarrito. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah, yeah They're soda. like, they're like, fru- it's, it's like a soda. It's a, it's a soda. soda, but they're
1: like fruit juice flavor. So it was like pineapple, yeah. orange, like really wow. fresh fruit juice flavors. I have a picture. Yeah. I'll send Jim the picture. He can pull this picture up. It's a really nice picture I took. It was so good. It was like the best soda I've ever had. It was so good. <laughs> yeah.
0: How good are those chips?
2: Oh, they're the block, amazing. They're the ma- and they're guac. Yeah, they and have they, they have a salsa
1: bar. Like Moe's over here, they have a the salsa bar. Oh, they have oh. a salt like a fresh salsa bar. So good. Dang, dude, I'm not. Uh, I don't have. You hungry, at all. huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just ate all those chicken sandwiches, and I could I could eat three koyo tacos right now.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm you got me a little I'm bit hungry, more jealous like as you
0: keep talking. You know. Like, I'm glad you had a good time. but Well, you- now we're, like,
1: this is like we haven't, we haven't, sp- I've spoken to Felipe off and on, like, through text and everything, but we haven't spoken since and, like, rehashed the trip, so I feel like now we're, like, in rehash mode, and I'm just, like, pumped to talk about it and, like, share yeah. the experience with everyone, because it was, it was, it was amazing. It was, so it, just to get it, I, like, like, Jim, we talked about, we told Felipe when we got there, we left the office on Sunday morning, it was, like, 31 degrees and, like, snowing, and we landed in Fort Lauderdale, and it was 80 degrees, bright, sunny. Like you're right next Wind to the beach. Blowing. Yeah. We went to breakfast that morning, ate breakfast across like literally we were at a joint eating breakfast. There's the street and then there's the beach. So we're literally like overlooking the beach. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable.
2: It's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. This is this is somewhere where if you're gonna retire or if you want a little life change, this is a place to come. I will tell you that. So you but you've been there for your whole life, right? Uh, yes, I was born in Cuba. I got here when I was four. I lived. Uh, I left for a little bit to Barcelona for a year and a half with my mom and stuff. But there's, there's, there's nowhere like man. Wow, I gotta come down. I, I, I wanted to move there. Like I, <laughs> I used to live
0: in Jupiter for like a, maybe like a year and a half. Like,
2: oh, they're um a little bit up yeah, right, like like up in Florida. North,
0: yeah. It's even a little bit farther than an hour, but it's it's north of West Palm Beach. Yeah. Yeah,
2: no, you gotta. I come know, to me. I know, I know. He <laughs> said no. You know. gotta, come. You gotta come to me. <laughs> But I loved Florida so much. World. You
0: know, I was like, wow. I think I'm. De- I'll, I'll end up there for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, good luck. How the rent is right now? I'll, you know, it's crazy. I was seeing some uh, bedrooms right for the for the. We have FIU, Florida International University, like right here, H- two miles away from my house. The FIU, right? So people around the area that th- we live in, like in the suburbs, where there's pretty big houses. So a lot of people here that have uh, like efficiencies. Where they cut out like uh, parts of the house for the FIU kids or the rent rooms. Yeah. Um, The rooms are going right now. I saw a house the other day where there was a beautiful house with a nice pool, everything up. Thirteen hundred dollars a room. Just for a room. For a room. Yeah,
0: that's that's like I I was talking to someone. Dude, dude, my, my rent right yeah. now is 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 way less than that for a pretty it's nice like apartment. A, it's like a flat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. It's <laughs> tough.
2: I- I live in a townhouse, and I'm not gonna say how much I pay because it's ridiculous compared to everybody else. But have an amazing price, and not moving yeah, from here to, for a tough couple to years. to pass up, I bet. Yeah. Tough to pass up. Oh, I'm staying here for a couple oh, years for sure. I
1: did, I do. Uh, we should probably circulate back into a bill of the delivery space. We went off on a little trip tangent, which I don't mind. It was good, great content. I appreciate talking about. It. But what else I, you got? I do. I, well, I just want to talk about the process of the delivery we took with Felipe because. When we got there to load up, Koyo I I don't know how, what the order size of that order we took was, maybe like six, seven hundred bucks or something like that. Yes, but, it was um, pretty big. Yes. It was a it was a good amount of food. And Felipe shows up; he's got to deliver that bags, looking good. Got to deliver that shirt on. Mm-hmm. The guy busts out a cart immediately, and we've talked about hey. this on previous episodes with almost every driver we talk about. The cart is like a it's a key. It, it, do you have any other equipment you use like that that you think is just like a, a makes everything that much easier for your process delivering
2: honestly. Um, with the bags in the cart, for me, it's more than enough. I, um, you remember my cart? I actually saw one on Amazon that's like twice the size, so I'm looking into that. So mine already fits, I can fit on mine comfortably, like four or five hundred dollars worth of coil top, yeah, it, mm-hmm. comfortably on my cart in one trip. So that's most of the size of the orders in one but sometimes you know you want to have a little bit more room it's a, the other one's a little bit sturdy so I'm seeing if I can invest in the bigger one but yeah you honestly if you're gonna be doing this day in and day out you have to invest in yourself there's and unless you want to be making 15 trips and going in and out of elevators 15 times like I said the faster you get it done faster you have more availability time to take more orders to get them done faster and overall you make more money
0: yeah I think. Every driver, every driver we've interviewed, um, it's obviously a fairly successful driver, as, and uh, they all have a cart. Yeah, all, all of them. That's a fact. So if anybody watches these episodes consistently and you don't have a cart yet, I don't know what yeah. you're doing. Ideliverthat.com backslash shop. Yep. yep. Backslash shop. I mean, you can even check out Amazon. Yeah, check out Amazon. Like Felipe said, yeah, it might be cheaper. It might be better. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, definitely not better. Nothing. No. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim's got good taste. You know, he picked that stuff out. Right? Right, Jim. High quality. All the best. Okay.
1: Cool. I don't yeah, I I don't got a lot more. I I Felipe, you got uh, anything on your mind? Anything about deliver that? Any questions for Tristan? You guys are just meeting anything you like to ask uh, ask the office. You can ask any questions about operations within the office. I know I know you text us all the time. We we were texting literally this morning, I think yesterday morning back and
2: forth, so. Yes. Yes. Um. No, man. Honestly, um, I know you showed me the office the other day. Um, I was telling you, it looks beautiful, oh, yeah, man. yeah. I it forgot really I did show that, look, yeah. it, it really does look amazing. Um. You guys look like you guys are crushing it there, man. I'm happy to see you guys grow more and more every day. The more you guys grow, the more the drivers can grow, you know? And it's just... I'm just really... Like I was saying to you guys earlier in the beginning, you know, I really appreciate you guys doing this, you know? Because it's just something that changes people's lives for real. People can have... I, how can I gotta say this. I'm I'm a firm believer. i I'm, I know I'm young, I'm only twenty three, but I feel like I learned very early in life that that I prefer time over money. Mm-hmm. So I I, I I prefer to live with maybe not the bare necessities, but you know, I don't need an extravagant lifestyle and I prefer to live with what I can't live and have more time to just just enjoy the little bit of time I have on this earth, you know? Cause well said you you you, you know, yes. you you only you only get you only come here once. So if you know, okay, so like and I was getting back to that, you know, right? I was doing the math one day in my head, right? If you work nine to five Monday to Friday, you only get Saturday and Sunday off, right? There's 53 weeks in a year, 52 weeks, right? That's about 100 days off.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So if you do that by let's say 30 years, you know, which is a long time, the numbers weren't adding up for me. Uh, for sure, you know? I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'd also be able to do this, being able to pay my bills, being able to support my family, having fun while I'm doing it, and not feeling like, oh, I'm going to work today, you know? I get up in the morning, get my coffee, getting ready, want to make sure I look presentable for everybody, and I, I man, it's just, it just feels great. It feels great to be able to take my kids to school, pick them up from school, go to all the events, if, if my kids are sick, be able to take the day off, and no one's calling me, oh, you know... It, it's it's amazing, and I'm just very grateful for you guys in changing people's lives, just making my life better. I'm honestly very grateful, very, very grateful. Well,
0: thanks so much, Felipe. And I do want to say, and like 100% honesty though, the only reason we can do this is because of people like you. You know what I mean? It's literally, a, it, like I said earlier, it literally is a team effort. You know, to have drivers out there like you are putting the effort in, putting a good face on for the company, it keeps everybody afloat. That's the reason, me, and Ben, Jim, everybody in here has jobs is because of the drivers. You know, so we all just work together and we're just as grateful for you guys. I mean, without a doubt, without
2: a doubt. yeah, it, man. without a
1: doubt. How many I, you mentioned coffee there? How many coladas you had today, Felipe?
2: Oh, oh, I've only had one today. It's too early. <laughs> it's too early. I still got to go to Cuauhtaco if I grab one on the wheel. I, yeah, I, was I was just telling
1: Tristan today. about him before you came in here. I was telling about the coladas and the
2: croquetas.
1: Yeah, yeah. I never had one. It sounds
2: yeah. good, though. Oh, man. Oh man, you need to have a. That- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told him. I told him
1: you gotta, you gotta text me over that the 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 coffee that I you will. get so we can buy it off Amazon. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I will. I, I'll, I'll send you the link to the coffee we drink here in Miami yeah. too, Bustelo. Yeah.
1: And then I can whip it up for him. He, he taught me how to make it too. I can whip it up for uh, him. I don't know you if got, I trust bad making. No, it. I remember. You gotta wait till you gotta wait till it foams up and then you pour it up. I remember. Yep. We're gonna be you. I'm gonna send you, you a video,
2: this. anyways, of me doing it. But you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. I'm gonna send you a video of me doing it. <laughs> We're gonna wake it up. It's now we'll be calling you on, nice. on the phone.
0: Call like, hey, Felipe, can you make sure?
2: Right. I don't want to ruin my first experience. <laughs> make sure. Just make sure there's water in it, because how you know happened to my mom one day? She she woke up half asleep. She's been doing this for like 40 years, so I don't know what happened to her that morning. She forgot to put water on the bottom, and she put it on the stove without water. Boom just blew up coffee grounds everywhere she's she said she's lucky that it, it didn't it didn't like damage her her cupboards in her in her in her kitchen or anything yeah, did it
1: just break everywhere oh yeah oh, yeah. Up, yeah. oh yeah that's tough cool.
2: no yeah so make sure there's water in it okay just please make sure there's water yeah in we'll it. make sure we'll make sure all <laughs> it's right
1: literally bomb all right, man. Well, shoot. I, I think that wraps it up. I, again, I, you guys just said it, but we appreciate everything you're doing out there for us. I know deliver that appreciates it. I know Koya talk appreciates you, it. I know easy cater appreciates it. So thank you again. And I hopefully we see you soon, man. I, I, I will try to find find the time in the, in the company. Uh, what Jim, was it? The, uh, the budget. Yeah. The company budget. Yeah, we'll, we'll, try, we'll try and budget out another trip to Miami. As soon as we can.
2: Okay, well, like I said, if Trisha's not there, you don't even Word think about up. seeing me.
0: Word <laughs> up, Felipe. Let's go. All right, bro. All right, so
2: there better be space for Trishan in the budget. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it send that over to the boss. Flip All right, it.
1: Bro. All, right. All right, man. Hey, man. Thanks hey, for man. joining us. We'll, we'll see you soon.
2: No. Bye. Thank you guys for having me. I'm really grateful for you guys, man. Have a beautiful day for you guys. Blessings to you guys and the family.
0: Man, you got to love a guy with that enthusiasm.
1: I'm going to tell you what, T. When we get this office on that culada, this we're, we're going to be running a, a tight ship.
0: Can you say that again? Culata. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I try my best. I, I think we mentioned I can't really roll my hours, but I got to, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say I try to talk with an accent because I, I don't think that's appropriate, but, yeah, know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't know when you're when you're speaking in a you know so using a language you know it's I, don't, I feel like it's not bad to try to say it correctly and sometimes that comes with a little bit of an accent.
1: Yeah, and, and it's like so, like when you uh, learn Spanish or any other language appropriately, like you always got to try to talk like the like the native speakers too, right? So like yeah. like when people speak English, like like Europeans, like they make fun of like Texans, they'll be like you know they like try like you know like, I got my guns. So, yeah, you, know, you talk about like all that shit. So it's just like gets out, get out, gets out of hand.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I gotta say, man, Felipe, he he seems like he's got a pretty good life. He seems very happy with where he's at. Especially, he says mostly just doing deliver that. But overall, you know, he lives in a good place. You could see his enthusiasm. He had a lot of good stuff to share. Uh, It's just nice to see somebody who's who's just really happy. You know, working with deliver that.
1: Yeah, anyone who can keep that kind of attitude doing doing gig delivery, especially you know, like we talk about all the time. There's so many. You, know, you got restaurant wait times, you got bad customer yep. phone numbers, bad delivery info. It, it can be so easy to get very frustrated and very caught up in all the negatives that happen on our side of things and the driver side of things. So for someone to bring that kind of energy and be so, so positive and his outlook is otherworldly almost at times, you know, he's, he's so bought into what we're doing and what he's doing on his end and in that relationship he has with Alicia and Koyo Taco, I mean, he could take that thing to the moon. I I, I forget if we are, I already forget if we talked about in the uh, interview or not, but they, they treated him to dinner. I think, I think we talked about towards the end, right? Yeah so, yeah. so yeah, he's going to a concert, going to dinner on Coyote Taco for the work he did for us on that Florida trip. Unbelievable.
0: It's unbelievable. Yeah. It, I mean, it just shows that the main ingredient for success uh, really can be attitude. And, you know, he's got the attitude to, to build that relationship with Alicia, to to, to get out there and get it done.
1: You know, and we're gonna bring up attitude. And I think that's a good segue. Let's uh, we got a, we got another meet the team. We got another meet the team.
0: Do they have attitude?
1: He's got the right attitude. Okay, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Right. He's got the right attitude, and that is our boy, Layton, W Hoover. Hoover, what's your middle name? I Parker. Parker Leighton <laughs> Layton P Hoover.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the show, Layton. Glad to be here, guys.
1: It's good to see you, dude. Look, Very good to see you. It's good to see you uh, on the other side. You, yeah. know, you don't come over here often.
3: Uh, only to come grab you or Cody. Yeah,
1: yeah, those are never good grabs. That's <laughs> unfortunate. But, yeah, no, it's, I love having you over here. And a, another, uh, but we can touch on the attitude. I know this guy, He so similar, we haven't done Nate's meet the team. Nate is in the producer chair right now doing a little pre-producer
0: work. Great job, Nate.
1: But both these cats were our first – not our first, maybe our our set because we had we had Blake's brother. What's Jim? What's Blake's brother's name?
0: Starts with a B too.
1: Brett. 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 Mm-hmm. Brett was an intern and then he only ever interned though. I don't think he ever made his way to an employee. Mm-hmm. So these two would be our first interns turned employees. Yep. Full time employees and, and I do want to kind of start there. So what? So you interned in, in twenty since because you you're. Initial hire date is May 13th, 2020. We, we just celebrated her one year, like a two couple of days ago. Or two years ago, Yeah, I apologize. Yep. A couple days ago. Congrats. Trish and I brought, brought you Chick-fil-A.
3: Yep, the deluxe sandwich. Hell yeah. Yep, it was good. And I Bryce. never had Chick-fil-A with cheese on it, so that
0: was a, that was a good one.
1: This guy, you got to get the Pepper Jack. I always go Pepper Jack.
3: Oh, really?
0: Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's my we, go-to. We didn't is. go to Pepper Jack, did we?
1: I think we just went whatever they go okay. I, yeah, I was, no get, I was get the spicy deluxe which which comes with pepper jack oh okay. and that, that's my go to but but yeah, so let's uh let's start in in the internship realm, so we're talking i don't know when when was it was it your spring semester of twenty
3: nineteen uh right after so it was twenty twenty may of twenty twenty right after my i did three years of college graduating three so right after my uh second year, I need an internship to graduate after my senior year so uh, talked to Christian and, uh, came on in May of 2020, like right after COVID pretty much hit like two months after.
1: Yeah, that is, he is another, uh, employee that had a uh, close knit ties with someone and got himself into the building. So how did you, Christian, you grew up together. I know your friend, you're really good friends with his brother.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So his, uh, brother Colby is like my best friend. Um, and we went, we were the same grade, went to the same, you know, high school together and everything. And it was honestly just one night I was hanging over there at Colby's. We were all just sitting around at his house and, uh, I brought up how I needed an internship and he was like, well, you know, we should come work at deliver that. We could get you an internship. I was like, yeah, man, I'd love to, you know, he's talked about a bunch talked about easy cater and a bunch of different things, how great of an opportunity it was. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. Um, and after about two, three months of silence, didn't hear anything from chill. I thought I was running out of options I started looking at other places to internship. Yeah. And all of a sudden I got a text from him saying, Hey, if you're still wanting to do that, let's do it. So went through the process with my school, uh, got all the paperwork done and, Yep, started up here. Oh yeah. So yeah, t- take us back there though. To
0: so you were going to school. What were you going to school for? a uh, business management major, and then my minor was in entrepreneurship. Business management, entrepreneurship. So then you come in here, and you intern, and you're you're doing a lot of logistics stuff, right?
3: Yeah. So pretty much when I started out, like I said, it was like right at the COVID point. So. Mm. Oh um, wow! Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of crazy logistics. Obviously, the basics of logistics, but um. It was more just learning the basics and simple things of the company. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a delivery 45 minutes south of Columbus, and Ben goes, "Hey, man, find a driver for this." And just yeah. getting used to how to talk to drivers on the phone, learning how much you can add. You know, as incentive to orders, just those you know simple things, learning the basics of the company.
0: Okay, so you you also had the experience of being under Ben's umbrella, <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you know what that was like. Yeah, uh, it was a good time. That was that was what I call a growing pain.
3: Well. I actually attribute a lot of my uh, experience to Ben. I mean, he helped yeah, me, me I think me out too. a lot of getting to where I'm at because he's one of the smartest people I've ever met with the co- within the company of knowing the business. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, there are some grown yeah. pains, but de- definitely a lot of good things too. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I I gotta step in here a little bit and make sure this conversation doesn't get too haywire. But I know, <laughs> I, know I know Layton usually like he, and he does. He thanks me all the time, and I, I do not need any thanks whatsoever. I think this guy would have been a rock star or what he came here and did uh, that's without without a doubt but usually like you, you usually you always say something along the lines of like uh if there's a delivery unassigned or something or, or there's a routing problem i'd just be like all right like figure it out yeah like that, that's kind of that's kind of like always what my go-to was because it's like i can obviously sit there and, and like walk you through what to do but it's like if if i'm not here what are you going to do about it like you mm-hmm. have to you, at some point you have to Pick up the reins and just handle it yourself, so like I, yeah that's how that's how I kind of always am, which could be a negative or a positive, but I'm always like just figure it out yourself and, and we always tell people when they're when they're training with us is you're never gonna make a mistake that costs us a a restaurant relationship or or costs us like thousands of dollars or or ruins like a driver's experience, you know what I mean so Mistakes on our end are are made every single day by all of us, by Tristan, by me, by Layton, still, by Nate, by Jim, by whoever. So, for to have a trainee come in and you just like tell them like, "Hey, figure it out." And if they make the wrong decision, that's when that's when you sit down later on and you're like, "Hey, I appreciate you putting your best foot forward and doing what you think was best there, but this is what you should have done, and this is why." And then you can like walk it backwards from there. I think yeah. that's kind of the approach I always like to take it with.
0: Yeah, it's always try and and then, you know, catch the errors afterwards. Um, But you're right. You said, you know, he was capable of taking the reins on his own. And obviously, we'll get into how he has done so. But Layton, what about so you come in here, you intern, you know, how long was your internship, first of all?
3: Uh, just throughout that summer, so about three to four months.
0: And then what happens in between the internship and that you eventually come on, you know, full time? What what happens in between there?
3: So I uh, came on part time then my senior year of college. Okay. Uh, my last year of college, I had a little talk with everyone. Uh, my last day of my internship, I had like a three week break in between my internship and starting part time. And I uh, just pretty much told everyone how much I loved being here in an environment and uh, how much everyone's helped me, you know, grow as a business major and also as a man. And, uh, After that talk, you know, talking to some of the people, Christian brought up, said, hey, I don't want you to leave. You want to stay part-time while you're in school? I said, yeah, I'd love to. I was working two jobs that whole summer here and at my other job. And, um, yeah, I told the other job bye and uh, stayed here and was working part-time while I was a senior in uh, college.
0: How did you feel about, because when you when you were working part-time and then when you came on full-time, how did you feel? So you, you went to school for business management, entrepreneurship, and then you came in here and you worked something that was quite different from what you went to school for. Why did you, why were you okay with that? Why did you stay? And yeah, just how did you feel about that in general? Well,
3: my end goal was always to become like a manager type of person. So to go for business management, I wanted to get a management job at some point right. coming out of college, um, just because I felt like that was something that was more of my calling. And um, I knew I, you know, would have the opportunity here if I really put the work in and did that. And, um, yeah, that was kind of the main decision. And my other job was working in the back of a garage loading trailers up on trucks. (laughs) A little (laughs) local Wayne County small town job. Mm -hmm. So no real potential there. Oh, yeah, big country. Skid steers, Kubotas, excavators, all the good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I knew I wasn't going to stay there long term. I knew I could stay here long term and actually have potential. So it wasn't really much of even a of a decision to me. It was the opportunities there and great people, great environment. And I like the job. I like the work. So why not take the opportunity?
0: And then, I mean, it evolved for you. And you, you, now you're, your position now, you're a supervisor in the logistics department, right? Exactly. You've gotten to the first step of where you wanted to be, or you're, you do have, you are a manager, you have managerial duties and things like that. And how do you feel? I mean, how do you feel about that? You know, you're young, you're what, 24? 22. 22. Yeah, I'm mean, even
1: younger. By far the youngest in the office. Yeah. Like yep. By like Nate, what are you you're 24? 24. So yeah, by by at minimum 2 years. And you're a manager, right? So well, I don't how do we know how, how old's Fiona? She's in.
3: She's like 26, 25. Okay, she's older okay, than Nate, okay. okay. yeah. Okay.
0: So so then yeah, you're a young guy and you're a manager and you know obviously you you showed, you know, what it took to 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 get there. I mean, you, I'm sure your schooling helped quite a bit. Um I think that's pretty awesome. I mean, and I I do want to say too, it's not
1: like he came in and was just like given a supervisor role. He did the grunt work. I mean, how, when you, when you were hired full time, I think for a year, basically, right? You're the night guy. So, and and that's always very tough for a lot of people. When you come into this environment, you're here in the daytime, you're, it's kind of high energy, a lot of talking, a lot of shouting back and forth. And then you kind of get set into like this abyss where it's like <laughs> now you're at night you're working three to ten you're literally by yourself you're taking phone calls handling texts everything's done alone it's kind of you almost don't feel like the same connection you do to everyone was that was that difficult how did that feel
3: yeah so that affected me more when i was still part-time because i came on as nighttime when i was part-time to help mitch out he was still over in phoenix you oh, know, yeah, doing yeah. the nighttime yeah. duties yeah so that actually started affecting me then because my first semester of my senior year when i started part-time I was commuting up to Ashland, which is like 45 minutes away from where I was living at my parents' house. And then I'd go home for like 30 minutes, quick, get whatever, food, shower. then I'd commute 40 minutes up here. And then I'd spend the whole time in the office by myself with no one else here. And yeah, it's completely different, like you said, from daytime. You know, high energy, shouting things back and forth. I mean, that's honestly part of the reason I was so excited about the job was in my interview. I sat down and saw how it was. And I was like, it's like Wolf of Wall Street. (laughs) Like, dude, this is it, you know? So going to the nighttime there, that, that was the biggest growing pain with all that commuting. Um, but then my second semester, I started to work remotely nighttime, and that was a little bit easier right. not having to you know, do all that back and forth driving.
0: Because yeah, that was, what, 40 minutes, 30 minutes?
3: Yeah, 40 minutes from my house. And like I said, I was you know, commuting 40 minutes to school. So it was like three hours of commuting every day wow. between work and school. Talk about grunt work. Yeah. So got, got up here full time, and I was uh, pretty much the only one on at night at that time. Uh, was considered the nighttime supervisor. And, yeah, just slowly worked until I could find out, you know, opportunity to get into the daytime. That was always my goal. You know, nighttime was the opportunity. It was the opening for the supervisor position. So I just took it and said, all right, let's do what I can now. Let's work as hard as I can so I can get the next opportunity to be in here in the daytime and hopefully, you know, influence more people.
0: But, see, that's the reason, too, that I think that you did grow so fast is because you took on a role that uh, <clears throat> obviously most people did not want and was absolutely necessary. And when it came, came came to the point, you know, when I was a supervisor too, like you were, you knew so much more about an aspect of business that I not, knew nothing about. And that was all the work in the processes and things that happen at nighttime. So it was super crucial. I mean, that's how you get, that's how you're 22 years old and a manager I deliver that yeah. is cause you did that work. Yes. facts.
1: And
3: yeah. yeah. the nighttime, you're the, like I said, when you're the only one on, you have to know every little bit of what to do because you're the only one, you know? And it's crappy to call someone who's worked all day like Ben or you and say, hey, can you help me with this after you just worked, you know, an eight, nine, 10 hour shift. So, yeah, you just got to kind of learn every little piece of the business and go from there. So I attribute a lot of that to all the successes having to
0: do the nighttime It teaches you a lot. I kind of want to switch gears here a little bit. One thing I, I don't know if we ask everybody this, but I, I just just I feel like we should put this in this one. We haven't asked Layton about himself, you know what I mean? Like Layton, like you got you have siblings, like where you know, where did you grow up at, you know, things like what school did you go to, you know? T- tell us a little bit about yourself. So, uh, I got two
3: brothers, um, two, <laughs> two older bro- brothers. Look just
0: like you by the way. Just like same me, just, beard, really? same hair. I never met him. I mean, they're a little bigger than him. Yep. you know um they're older he's still he's still got that rookie weight on him you know he hasn't yeah. put on the pounds yet he's got a couple of years yeah 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 he's still developing
3: yeah got two older brothers yeah we look very similar got that a lot throughout high school um went to Dalton high school a small school with in my graduating class probably had 75 people and i think we were one of the bigger classes so real small class um small town completely different environment than where i'm at now i uh, grew up about 10 15 minutes outside of that in Orville, ohio still a small town a little bit bigger than Dalton. um but yeah my mom was a teacher at Dalton. everything that way and that's where i did all my high school and met colby and, uh, and I, got I, this whole I'll opportunity.
1: i know i know he's a ball player you're a big ball player growing up basketball i believe made a little baseball in there what, how what was the sporting career how'd that go
3: uh so i played three sports all the way through junior high quit football in my eighth grade year did not want to play in high school because two days and i did not like the yeah. coach and all that well, wasn't a fan of all that. Yeah, the, so
1: Those scrawny legs ain't taking a hit, too. Oh. I'll
3: tell you so. <laughs> yeah. We, we ain't getting past the two-a-days. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be passed out on the Let's ground. Let's get a shot up
0: there on the screen there, Nate. <laughs> Those scrawny legs? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, yeah, um, played basketball up until my junior year of high school. And then when our head coach moved on, I chose not to, you know, return for my senior year. Um, I chose to actually work more, too. was trying to pick up more hours at my other job in high school and played baseball all four years throughout high school.
0: Oh, Dang. Really, I did not. You guys know that.
1: were you guys were pretty good, a good squad too, right? I think you I mm-hmm. remember you telling stories about the squad you had. You guys were like like state tournament squad or
3: yeah, my junior year. So we were actually pretty much a 500 team my junior year, and we were like I think the lowest or second lowest seed in the tournament when it first started, um, and we went on like a nine game win streak throughout the tournament and got all the way to the state finals. Oh yeah, um, final four actually I should say, and we lost to that by one run. And the uh, seventh inning by, I won't really throw anybody under the bus, but a pitcher who quit on us, our starting pitcher, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, James, right? Is that his name? Mm. Call him out right now.
3: No, nah, I'm not okay. going to throw out the name, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, reminds me like Patrick. Patrick, Sounds like a Patrick. Patrick, <laughs> yeah. like a Patrick, Patrick what do. the hell? All right, so one thing I, I got to say is, you know, and I could be completely wrong about this, but I, I think everybody here, when you think about Worcester and Orville, you're thinking country, right? You're thinking oh, like, yeah. straight up. So, like, you're not like like if you look at you face value you don't seem like a country boy at all to be honest um but yeah, i'm sure pretty country yeah <laughs> i'm sure you have country tendencies like did you go to school with a lot of people who were like farmers like they oh, had, yeah. you know, they had like pigs and oh yeah all that kind of stuff
3: i mean christian's brother my best friend he literally is a butcher uh, and used to go back to his barn and Watch him, you know, round up all the hogs and all the beef and weigh the beef and all that. So. And kill him, right? Oh, yeah. He he did everything, so.
0: Don't leave that out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're scarred.
0: Uh, what's the most country thing about you?
3: Um, Well, I love country music. Okay. I don't know how many people know that. I feel like a good amount know that here, though. I love my country music. I did uh, not know that. Yeah, if I'm the only one in the office in the morning, that's when I'm blaring on the speaker to get me going. Thank God he's the only Country Fest went to it last year, going again this year. I was waiting year. for him to bring it Oh, it's right. Right. I knew he it was coming. Yep. I knew it was coming. Country Fest going to be a part of that again this year. It's a good time just sitting down in a camper and drinking beers, hanging with some friends and some people. So, yeah, lot like my country music. Um, yeah, used to go mudding a lot with friends out in the woods and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you really live that life. Yeah, he's a good old boy. Yeah. yeah, he's a good old boy. Do you?
0: You don't have any? You have any like uh, farm animals? Where you like?
3: Uh, you, no, you didn't have any? No, my family is not that country. It's just from the environment you're around, and it, stuff's a good time. I mean, people might throw knocks on, but it's a good time. Oh, so, I, I mean, I,
0: especially, I, especially
1: because yeah. we grew up. He, we grew up in a school where, like, you don't even, like, know half your class. So, like, he's talking about, like, you you literally know and grew up, You like, how many kids are in your class? Like, 85? like 75, a, yeah. yeah right. Oh, my gosh. We had 500. Right. Yeah, yeah, we had over yeah. 500. So, like, you're we, we're graduating. They were announcing kids' names at our graduation, and I was like, I've literally never seen that kid or heard his name in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Not, you not, and you went to school with him for 12 years. Yeah, not a single time did I know who that was.
3: Yeah, it's a completely different lifestyle. I mean, I, you know everyone from seniors to freshmen. I mean, you know. Literally everybody in the whole school, families, you know whose brothers this, all of it. You you, you know literally everyone. It's a very community like tight knit type of feel.
1: Yeah, that's nice. I think that'd be that'd be pretty nice, especially and if and it's like a like what was what's Dalton or where you went to Dalton, right? So it was yeah, is that Dalton. like like D five.
3: I mean football were D7. Yeah, so basketball I mean, you're, you're and baseball just, were D4. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm putting up all-American stats, you I'll, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell oh you right now. My God. I, I mean, I'm telling you right now. I could I got a list on like two hands the kids that we played that were, are the, in the NFL now. If I was playing kids from freaking Dalton High School, I would've been an all-American running back. I didn't play offensive single down in my high school career. I ran all over those kids. Oh,
3: my gosh. I mean, we had some pretty good athletes. You get some big country boys out there, too. That
0: That's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. are people up throwing hogs. those hay bales. <laughs> <there. I laughs> like get that strength up. They've been wrestling hogs.
1: I, I I didn't mean to cut you off to you. you I, just wanted, I wanted to bring it back a little bit, because one thing I, I really wanted to touch on, maybe I don't know if you got a lot, we can close it out here, because I think we're probably running on Nate. What we got, like, 15, 20 minutes now? 20? Yeah, so we should probably close it out here. Um. But I one thing I just want to talk about, and you can expand upon it as much as you want, Layton, but you you did kind of start off uh, talking about like deliver that kind of developing you as a man. And obviously we have, you know, we have the winner's meeting and now you're in a managerial position. You you've had you brought on Erica yourself, trained yourself. She's now the nighttime supervisor and does everything. We don't really have to check on her or reach out to her as much anymore. Is so- she? I believe so. Is she. not? Uh, I don't
3: think she's a supervisor title, but yeah, she runs the nighttime. Yeah, I mean, 100%. She, more or
1: less. Yeah, she runs. The, 100%. She should be. Had, she should have the supervisor title. Yeah, she pretty much does his duties. Um, but aside from that, though, so a lot, a lot of firsts, I guess, is what I wanted to get to it deliver that. So I mean, I'm gonna list them off here. So, first, first real life job.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know about was it the first internship, first and only internship. Yep. First, first and internship, only. first job out of high school, first managerial position. First apartment. Yep. First dog. First yep. girlfriend. First girlfriend. Just kidding. So just run. So just, <laughs> no, honestly, I, yeah. I just want to. Can you run that? Like, what? What has it been like? So I mean, you started to deliver that as a twenty year old, and only two years later, all these things are now like developing in your life. What had do you? Does it feel like all that much different from a couple years ago? Do you feel like otherworldly now? Do you feel like you've gained all this experience? Do you feel that internally?
3: To a degree, I mean, you still feel like the same kid. I mean, right. I feel like we all always feel like the same kid that you always were. But, I mean, it all came at me really fast um, growing up, getting all these positions, doing all this, like Chris said, first girlfriend, actual, like, real girlfriend, moving out together, all that. I mean, it, it hits you like a brick wall almost. So, um, it, it was a lot to get used to, a lot of adjusting. But, yeah, like I said, this company really helps develop you as a person. And from things, you know, meeting with Darian, you know, when I first started full time and having our own type of winners meeting where I was reading books and coming back to him with things, you know, that caught my interest or even things when I fail here, you know, and I mess up having someone like, you know, Christian or Mitch just pull me in office and say, hey, this is why this is wrong. This is why we need to approach it that way. Um, You apply those things more than just to the workplace. You know, you apply it to your life. And a lot of those things, I feel like is why I've been able to get to where I'm at with being able to move out and take on those, you know, responsibilities and challenges is because I have the people here who have had those experiences and are willing to give me their insight and support. Um, and without that, yeah, it'd be a whole different world. I'd probably still be living with my parents. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. I mean, yeah, this is a man who's, who's loved by drivers, loved here in the office, and, you know, just does a killer job. So thanks so much for coming on, Layton but we need him to plug don't we yeah 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 he's got to end it he's got to close it out you got to close it out you know what the link is the link the link to the podcast i don't have that memorized all no. right man um we're gonna cut this part out i deliver that dot com slash podcast they can sign up to be a driver they can um, submit questions Submit questions and submit to be a guest on the podcast to be a guest on the podcast can you say that for us
3: all right so i deliver that
0: yes yeah, give me a, a point i deliver
1: that dot com backslash podcast
3: i deliver that dot com backslash podcast uh sign up to be a driver, ask to be on this, everything you want. I deliver that dot com podcast.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Thanks for plugging that, Layton, and thanks so much for coming on the show.
3: Yeah. Thank you guys for having
0: Appreciate me. Appreciate you, bro.